Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming and on today's episode we're going to go over the highlights of Tokyo Game Show 2019. We're also going to discuss Gears 5 and the huge success that Microsoft having with it and if the Game Pass is the key to that. But more importantly we are going to announce the winner of our Nintendo Switch Lite giveaway so make sure you stay tuned to the end of the episode to see if you won. But as always guys there's all that and more so if you want to hang out grab yourself a beer and let's talk games. Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming. We are on episode 20. My name is Craig Prowlis and the man that pulls off flannel better than anybody I know, Manjo Montemay. It's a hard color, but you know what? It looks good on you. You're, hey, when you're a calling, you're balling, bro. So That's why I buy an extra medium. Ooh, gotta get nice and tight like a tiger. Makes me look buffer. I think so. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting checkered pattern on you. But guys, we are going to get into the highlights of the Tokyo Game Show 2019. Now, keep in mind, it's not over yet, right? It runs till... The 15th, which is Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So, this um, is still happening. So, right, we're not... It's not like we're covering the whole thing, right? We could be talking about TGS next week if in the next few days something big drops, right? Yeah, we're just granted, talking about what's happened so far. Right. Today is a Thursday, so, you know, a bombshell could drop tomorrow... Plus, I don't think... Uh, one of the games we are going to be talking about, uh, Resident Evil Project Resistance, though I don't think they said they're going to show gameplay gameplay of it until uh, Sunday, actually. No, there was gameplay of it. No, they showed a little bit of gameplay. But like, I think oh, they're putting like out the full, full demo? Yeah, like a full like demo demo, like a full-length match of how that game works until Sunday. So, the uh, we got a couple things in front of us. Why don't you pick one and we'll start with it. Well, I will start with... Resident Evil Project Resistance, okay, since I was so, just talking about it. Um, we talked about it uh, two weeks ago about Project Resistance, and the premise that we wanted was to be like Outbreak. and f That's not what happened, so Andrew, what's going on with it? <laughs> no, it is an asymmetrical 1v4. So one person is controlling the environment, placing the zombies, placing traps, locking doors, turning off lights, and then the other four people are just trying to escape. And they've only said four... They've also come out to say that like they don't know what so far. Yeah, that they don't know what kind of project this is going to be. So they haven't said if it's going to be a sixty dollar game, if it's even going to be a full fledged game. If it's not a full fledged sixty dollar game with what the content is that I've seen, then I don't think I would be as mad about it. Let alone the resources that were used to make this when I would have, you know, rather than made something else. But if, let's say, it comes out at that sweet price point, it could be pretty cool because seeing some of the gameplay of it, I kind of like the idea of being that kind of dungeon master. But again, oh. after how many games do I get bored of something like that, though? Yeah, I I'm curious on how long something like that stays in effect because not it's not so much, I would say, like a gimmick, but it is, it's got his... It's, it's limited audience because it's it's around you have to play with five players essentially every time, right? Somebody right. has to be the... the someone, the, ha someone has to be the, the master. Ma evil mastermind and then somebody has to take on the role of the four kids. The, but the D&D &D nerd in me was like, I want to play the mastermind every time and I want to fuck people up. And I want to put them in locked rooms and I want to sick the zombies up. So I, I was mad at first when Andrew didn't get the outbreak kind of game that he wanted. But the more I saw of it and um, the more I saw what you could do with it, the more I, I kind of liked it, but I think you're right, though. Price matters with this game. Yeah. It, it if it's just that, I don't think 60 is the way you go, right? I don't think so. I'm up in the air about it. And, I mean, even still, you've seen other games come out at lower price points. Like, I, I don't think Friday, I think Friday the 13th, when that game launched, was like $40. And that game, it was okay. It was cool. I, th I didn't buy it at $40. I bought it when it was like $15 yeah, on I think like I was a sale or something like, like that. And I had fun playing it. But I don't feel that's a game that really took off for anybody. We saw what happened with Evolve, another asymmetrical 1v4, another game that did not take off for anybody. That Predator game, I see people talking about it, but it's not like everyone's clamoring for it. People aren't dying for it. So the same thing with this one. But then again, it could be the game that breaks that trend and maybe this puts asymmetrical on the map. I think if anyone has the um, potential kind of, to do yeah, it, yeah, the gusto to do it, it's going to be Capcom because, I mean, let's talk a little bit about what the game was. It's, so you got the four characters, right? The four kind of builds. You've got the uh, the hacker that kind of got Yeah, there's the hacker. There's the one tank. guy who does a lot better for melee. Yeah, the tank. And then there's the, the chick who's like the healer. The healer, yeah. The she group. was the healer type. And then, so essentially when you're the, the evil mastermind, 
you're placing it, but at the end, if they're still running around and there's because it's based on a time limit, he can actually become is it Mister X, right? I don't know if that time limit is the time for them to escape before it loses, or yeah, before he's loose, or if that time limit is they have to make it to a designated exit, right? Because they didn't show that. So well, I mean, I I don't know if there's a way to beat it or if it's just survive. I mean, the primary kind of focus of it is. Yeah, to surprise your enemies. If you're the master, you can play as a zombie and kind of throw people off. You can play as Mr. X for a certain amount of time. And then you can also control other things like maybe um, is it, if the group kind of gets split up, that's kind of going to be your big goal is to maybe trap somebody in a room or if so, someone's on a walkway yeah. before the rest of them drop the walkway or lift, lift a launcher or something like that to separate them and put them against, you know, a bunch of zombies or creatures that's just them by themselves. So. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you did that one first because we we kind of had hopes of what it could be. I'm not necessarily disappointed of what it became, but I we'll see more over this weekend of what they released, I think right? I'm not... I, it's not that I'm disappointed in the game. It's I'm disappointed in that I wanted something else. Well, and that's so. the other thing. With, I mean, who knows what Capcom is doing? I mean, maybe... They're going to throw us this, and then maybe in a year and a half, two years, they throw us that. So, because, I mean, that's what everybody's response was. Everyone was like, dude, we want Outbreak. And they heard that, right? Because all the forums were talking about people with Project Resistance where they're hoping it was Outbreak. So, uh, they're not idiots. I'm sure they listen to that and go, you know what, guys? There is there is a call for it. So, let's put it on the back burner and let's we're, see what happens. Right, right. So, so let's move into the next one. And um, let's see. Any, mini, miny, Final Fantasy Seven. So the, oh. <laughs> there was the new trailer that finally came Beautiful out. Beautiful trailer. Jeez Louise, was I just like, ah! <laughs> this trailer finally shows what this game is going to be like outside of the first 10 minutes of the game. Because we were kind of hung up on that. Every trailer we saw over the past It was like the first years, 10 minutes of the game. Four yeah. years, however long it's been. It's been the first little bit of the, um, the, the now Mako. Ma- right? Yeah, they pronounce it Mako, not, not, not Mako. Mako react, Apparently, we've been saying it wrong our whole life. So... Andrew, we saw that. We see more of the Turks. We see kind of more of the uh, the uh, mechanics of the game. Initial thoughts? I mean, it, th- does it make you any more hype than when you were oh, aware? I absolutely loved it. And I think what really got me actually is when they showed Don Corneo and like that whole slum section because I really thought that they were going to kind of... Um, gloss over that? <laughs> gl- yeah, gloss over it because it is... It can be a little dated, and if you handled it the same, I don't know if it would translate as well to, like, today's culture, because there's some things in there that seem like maybe it's, like, a little, like, homophobic or, like, cross-dressing and making fun of it and stuff like that. very 1997. (laughs) If it's handled right, which it seems like it is, I'm definitely all for it. I mean, I I personally don't have a problem with the way that it was back then. No, that was the game. I mean, if you're going to remake the game, you remake the game. But I can understand anyone who would be upset. That's just fine. I wouldn't be like, oh, you're... Anything you you do is going to piss somebody off. So, I mean, if you're going to bend the one thing, you're going to bend them all. So, again, no, we haven't seen the extensity of it. But from what they've shown, it looks like they're handling it very carefully. Yeah, because Aerith shows up, she's wearing a nice dress. Gorgeous. Let's just yeah. say Corneo <laughs> has a certain taste. Yeah. And then Corneo, voiced by Mark Hamill. Yeah, I didn't know that. And, but I didn't hear it at first, but once Andrew said it, when we rewatched it, I was like, oh yeah, I'll never not hear that. So For sure, for sure. And so, I mean, just, it seems like what's, it, that's the thing, is there was always that dialogue, and there still is a lot of dialogue between everybody, but now that it's fully voice acted, you can really feel that dynamic between characters, the tone they set, mm-hmm. the people you're talking to, plus all the added scenes. Because they even added like a scene where like um, you're flying with Jesse and them over what I can only assume is Midgar on like a parachute or something yeah, like yeah. that. We were talking about that. We're like, what could that possibly be? Because and we we had our theories. My main theory was. Well, I guess I won't say it because I don't want to get Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I, I mean, they even added, like, another uh, new character, which was, like, right away, right off the bat and yeah, something. Yeah, where, where do you think he fits in? Where in the story do you think he's someone that's that's just being sent after them in general? Because it kind of seems like they're taking a new twist on what the uh, the president's doing in terms of calling them... Well, he was calling them Wu-Tang. Uh, uh, Wu-Tai, yeah. Wu-Tai. 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 Wu-Tai, you know, kind of, like, activists. So... Yeah, and allies of Wu-Tai, earlier, the, yeah. The liberties, I'm, I'm glad they're taking certain liberties if that's the case, what they're doing. Right. So if the storyline changes a fraction here, a new character there, um, I'm not mad at it because everything we saw that, that looks um, tra- traditional and uh, pulling from the original game looks great. Oh, yeah. I, I, you, down to, like, the little nitty-gritty. It's like when he, Cloud gets turned into the fog. Oh, man, that was the highlight. Because once he just 
Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, no, they did that, it. They showed off a couple summons. The summons look absolutely great. Oh, yeah. Great. Shiva, I, they show off? Shiva, th- Yeah, Shiva and Ifrit. And it might be Odin, but it also could be, like, another enemy that you fight that's almost like a death racer right. or, like, a chariot or something. But I think what's most important to note is from what we've seen so far, it seems to be... Like what Resident Evil 2 is. Resident Evil 2 took a lot of liberties and changed a lot of things from the original Resident Evil 2. But it more importantly, it kept the heart and soul of what Resident Evil was. And that's why people love that. And that's why that's personally one of my like game of the years. I absolutely love that game. That game got high marks from everybody because it kept the heart and soul of what the original was. And that's what it seems like they're doing from here. So I'm really grateful for that. Just as a difference on the time gap that it took Capcom to do Resident Evil 2 versus uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Square doing By, Square uh, Five Minutes a century. Seven. So uh, the next thing, guys, that uh, stood out to us, um, I'll start with this one so we can end it on a higher note, was uh, Death Stranding. Um, I don't know if we're even going to have a video for Death Stranding because the gameplay um, that Andrew showed me that came out yesterday or Go so. Go watch any was, previous was gameplay of Death gameplay? Stranding and it's just about the same. It's... <sighs> Him and, walking. And, and haters are, are saying... The game looks great. Anyone that doesn't like it is calling it a, just a walking sim. But we sat here and, I mean, we had to fast forward through it because he didn't do anything more than just walking up until a certain key points. And what did you get to see? You got to see him fight a like monster. a boss, but he's he's just running from the boss, running around yeah, it pretty much the whole time. Yeah, whatever he was throwing. And then we got to see him get on a, uh, a transportational vehicle. It was like some sort of hover bike. or He's got a bike and then he also has like a hoverboard. And then they've also introduced like... Um, uh, you have to like rest or your guy there's like weight mechanics which in a game that's already just about walking i'm like okay well let's make that even worse but i i <laughs> yeah let's slow our character that already moves at two miles an well, hour let's, we have to take a mud bath what i will say is yeah so we watched that the 40 minute gameplay and then we watched the seven minute trailer and i was more into the seven minute trailer than the gameplay the trailer or game snippet the entire fucking cutscene, whatever they want to call that was way more interesting than that because that that was Kojima s. That's where the story is yeah. there, the dialogue's there. It's really good. I'm into these people. I'm into the situation. The voice acting yeah, is great, the, of the, course. The, the political sphere of it really kicks in. You finally know what it's about. You realize right, that there's yeah. a president that's being held down. There's this guy in a black mask that you have a, apparently it looks like a history with it, and then it and then your guy is you know he doesn't want to be a part of any of this. You actually finally know where this is going they finally kind of go over that map of of the of the u.s and why he has to go connect it instead of us just seeing him walk with this big fucking backpack that's 19 times bigger than he is and it didn't make any sense now there's a little more context so i think i'm a little more uh lukewarm on it than than right. the ice cold like i was but it i mean i think almost at this point, too little, too late if you already weren't buying it day one. That is a game that I'm dying for to come out just because I want to see how it's how, received. How fast it goes to $40 in the first week. Um, if there's anything more you want to touch on, it, it's a big trailer, guy, like I said, 40 minutes. So yeah, we'll put the link in the description. Go watch it. Um, it it's kind of hard to dissect the whole thing outside of more the same, in my opinion. Well, that that forty minute gameplay was like I, from what I could see, well, how early we watched it, it was only in like Japanese. And was so it you can't him playing understand. it? Yeah, it was, Kojima, yeah. Instead of Kojima actually playing it, so. he, he's either playing it or he's narrating, and then the chick next to him is playing yeah, it. So. Either way, it's all in like Japanese. And yeah, so, so I, speak Japanese. I, all right, yeah, so I can't understand, you know, anything. <laughs> um, and last but not least is um, a game that we both were looking forward to was uh, Dragon Ball Z. Kakarot, and the big thing with that is it finally got a release date. January 17th, 2020. So, guys, if you were looking forward to that game, because I think it was already mentioned that it was going to be early 2020 Something at some like point. that. I think it might have just been 2020. But yeah. I mean, first quarter, first month, three weeks in, so... Yeah, that and they actually showed off some more gameplay of it, so spoilers oh, if you don't yeah, want to hear go. where it goes to, but it does actually go up to... The Boo Saga. I don't know if they're going to go beyond that. Maybe that's why it's not... Uh, I think it's just Dragon Ball Kakarot. Or is it Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? Uh, it's probably Dragon Ball. I think I just wrote Dragon I, Ball Z because I've, I've written Dragon Ball Z and everything I've done since 14. Yeah, I always so. do that too. So I, I don't remember. So maybe that's why they left the Z out of it. But I think it's just Dragon Ball Kakarot. But either way, it shows uh, Goten... Uh, Trunks's kids, you know, when they're trying to yeah, fuse. It. Yeah, it opens with the same man. It shows a little bit of Majin Buu and stuff like that, which is and awesome. So yeah, so you know, it's at least going to cover to the Buu saga, which I mean, I felt like that's already a pretty hefty story and a hefty game, especially with all the fights and all the little things going on in between. Yeah, it that like if it solid. didn't have Super, I wouldn't really be disappointed well, to it. The cool thing is, is, well, it'd be odd if they went all the way to the Cell Saga. 
and then the next part, I mean, I guess DLC could have worked as a Majin Buu thing, but the beauty is now we have Super as game two. If this game launches and it, and it does, you know, what they hope it does, they've got a whole new thing to base the next game off of, and which, I, which has, I don't think, ever been done outside of making like a GT strictly fighting game, right? There's never been a, a hard narrative on GT games. It's always been like GT Final Bout is a Dragon Ball GT game, but it's just fighting. So if they can base Super on in the next narrative kind of base-driven game, that'd be the first time I think they've ever been able to do that. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think it'd be pretty cool, though. I mean, I, I personally haven't watched Super because, I, I, one, I don't like the animation to it. And I just I, I haven't shiny. Got, I haven't got yeah I haven't gotten around to watching it to where I've this might be I just haven't finished this it. might be the way that I can enjoy that story because I love this art style and the way it looks that I would just get my story off of this then Ooh, whatever. side note um, I don't mean to get too off topic but after playing that Yu-Gi-Oh game that's kind of how I got more into the story is following uh, Duelist of the Legacy and seeing what happens to Yugi after that because I never really went further than oh, that in GX yeah. so it's kind of cool to go oh that's I guess that's filled in the blank so. Um, so that is it for the TGS guys 2019. It is still going on, so I'm sure we'll have more to say about it. But if you guys have been watching it and you guys are keeping tabs on it, jump in the comments. Let us know what stood out to you the most because we will definitely comment you back and we'll check it out. We'll have a conversation about it. Yeah, let me know if you hate Death Stranding as much as I do. Oh, man, I don't think anyone does. But uh, the big thing, guys, we're here to talk about is Gears 5. So this is a game that just came out on the 12th, where it was its official I think it was the, the 10th. The 10th? Okay, so yeah, it came out way off. officially on the 10th. And if you had um, the Ultimate Game Pass, you had it a couple days earlier. Oh, maybe then it came okay, out Okay, see, that's 10th. what I thought yeah. it was. Okay, it, so maybe could, that's You could it play it if you had the Ultimate Game Pass. Um, it officially released. But outside of it being a fantastic game, because Andrew beat it last night. I beat it right. this morning. But outside of being the campaign, this game is breaking a few... Uh, notches off the old online gaming community's belt. So what happened? Yeah, so on Xbox, actually, Fortnite has been the number one dominant game that it is in, like, all mediums for a year. Non-stop, straight, hasn't been knocked. And Gears 5 actually knocked it off in three different countries. I believe it was uh, US, Germany, and UK. Which, I mean, it's no small feat. It's a game that can be paid for, but leading into kind of more... It is free with a Game Pass. That's why I played it. I'm not the hugest Gears fan. I personally, I, I've only beaten one. I just jumped yeah, straight too. into this one. And I, uh, to note, Craig played this game solo. I played this entire game co-op with uh, my lovely, lovely Bay, <laughs> And um, we went through it all the way together. And so maybe my experience might differ than anyone who is playing by themselves because I had that backup and that ally with me the whole time. So either way, I had an absolute blast. Me and her even tried to do um, the Gears War Remastered, I think like two years ago when it first came out because I got it also for free. And we couldn't stand I, I couldn't stand it. I was so bored. I was like, oh, this sucks. I hate this. And she was actually even telling me, she's like, you know, I love it. Actually, I brought my Xbox here with me. Yep. And she was going to play it while I was gone. I was like, oh, you can't. I'm taking the box because we got to switch over our Game Pass stuff yeah. or whatever. Yeah, we're but, uh, a few things. that's how much she was into it. So, I mean, for somebody who's never played a Gears of War before, feel free to jump in there. And especially if you have the Game Pass, dive right in. Because, I mean, it's free. So, you have no reason not to. Yeah. So, here's kind of the main thing that caught my eye with it. So, I mean, and remember, keep this in context. It knocked out Fortnite on Microsoft oh. only, not not PS4, not PC, where it, it is a bigger force to be reckoned with than it is on Microsoft. To jump in and add to that, the number one game that knocked it off is the Gears of War Ultimate yeah, okay, Edition. Yeah. The was, Gears oh, yeah, 5 Ultimate Edition, which does count separately than on the their standard. list than the standard Gears 5. Because standard, I have a picture. I'll pop it up, I'm sure, here-ish. But I think... The standard came in around eight or nine. It's in the top ten, and then ultimate is number yeah, one. So, the, not, yeah. so it has two games, same title, in the top ten games yeah. being so played right now. They're both on the placing, and that game beat Fortnite out with only one version of that game. So one thing to note that I thought was interesting is the games that came closest to knocking out Fortnite has been Red Dead Redemption Two, Apex Legends, and Call of Duty Black Ops Four. And I think Rainbow Siege is pretty close on that list. Dude, as that well. game's on a comeback. Uh, yeah, well, because what it's doing is it's building on its foundation. Yeah. And instead of releasing a new game every year, it's building, which which is what I think Gears Five is is going to 
rest on quite comfortably because the game not only has a solid campaign that you can go back and play on higher difficulties, that not only can you go back and play with multiple friends because it's a three-person campaign, and then not only can you go back and find all the collectibles, so it's got revisibility with the, the game side, but then there's the online, right? You've got the Horde, you've got, what was the other uh, couple? Of, they got Versus, Escape, and Horde. So they got three online modes that you can play that matches, if you have the Game Pass, the free side of, of what a Fortnite would be. And if they're smart, which I'm sure the Coalition is going to do, is they're going to support it over the next X amount of years, building it to it, adding to it, um, defining it, really, right? Yeah, I'm sure they're they're going to add a bunch to it. I mean, I don't think there's it'll just be, no reason not. To. I don't think it's going to be Rainbow Six level, but well, but but I guess the counter would be it's not going to be Call of Duty. There's not going to be a Gears Six next year, Gears oh, Seven yeah, next no, year. Yeah, Gears, you know what I mean? Not. They're going to game. They're going to be able to build over the next two to three years. Yeah, they're going to take their time to bake it. Which now, okay, so we're because the big thing that everyone's um, kind of looking at is. Did the Game Pass help bolster this game into that? Exactly. The that's the kind yes. of yeah. That for sure. Because Flat out. I I never would have bought the game. I tried looking up numbers to see how much this game, or maybe not this game per se, but what the surge was over the last week of Game Pass uh, subscribers. And so far, I haven't been able to find any information. So if you guys have found anything, I'd love to hear it. But I was I was reading that they just haven't released that information yet. Uh, and I'm sure they will. And uh, to reiterate oh. too, I've also. I got a couple negatives here because this game is not all glamour and glitz. I don't know if you have any negatives. I'll just go over a quick couple. One, this is more of a gripe than a negative, but I hate that when a game, any game that does it, goes over 50 achievements. Mm. So this game has 69 achievements, only worth 1,000. So it's like every little thing is just like 5555, doing all this small, like, petty bullshit. I'd rather just have 50 substantial, meaty achievements or less than that. Once you start going over that, that's I'm, I, I hate it. You lost me. The only way I can look at it in a way that I guess would make some sense, even though I'm playing devil's advocate because I'm the same way, is that um, in, in a two-part coin, there's one, it's not made for achievement hunters. But two, if it is, imagine being the achievement hunter that's not only playing the campaign, but you're going to grind out the online. So it's almost like it gives you more of a checklist to do than a smaller list. So if you, if, if you do like doing more to get to get the full potential you've got more to do if you don't like doing more especially with modes you're not going to play a lot of then it kind of sucks that you're only going to get half of well, the I'm achievements just saying, cut, cut out some of the other bullshit achievements and like don't give me the five points for doing the boot camp <laughs> you know you could have you could have allocated that somewhere else. <laughs> that was the first one i got in phoenix this week when but, i said at cn's house i was just like ah. so that that's more regret that's not a negative a negative that i will say though is that the achievements are laggy because i We're both the campaign one beat the campaign, didn't get the achievement for beating the campaign, Unless have absolutely something. everything else. And that stems more not just to the fact that we, A, didn't get the achievements, but if you were looking for the collectibles and stuff like that, it actually may show up as zero out of whatever amount and not even actually count it towards your progress. Because if I go back to chapter four now, just like other people, or depending on whatever chapter yours did it for, mine did it for chapter four, I, it says I didn't find a single collectible through all of it, and I know that I did. Yeah, I had a big one where I was um, going after, I think the, the achievement's called Relics of the Past, and I was getting all the relic guns, and I had one, and I, I know I killed everybody with it, but it wasn't giving me the percentage, and it wasn't until, and, and I didn't, and I went back before I moved on, I went back and used all the guns again, and it wasn't until like I turned my Xbox off, played it the next day, that I noticed that it jumped, so I'm hoping... It's one of those random things where we turn on our Xbox and, you you know, it pops. But I doubt it. We're probably going to have to redo the mission or something. And then my final negative will say it, it can be a little bit buggy. The only time I really ran into anything serious besides I did get set back and say, but that's maybe more my fault for not waiting long enough. <sighs> but I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on that. But there's a section, like, where you're supposed to... I, I had multiple bugs, but this was the one that just really got me. Where <laughs> you're supposed to sneak up behind these robots and then a swarm of enemies like break through a roof and then you end up fighting this swarm. The swarm never came. So <laughs> I killed these enemies and I'm just stuck in this room. I can't fucking go anywhere. I spent 15, 20 minutes, me and Christina both looking everywhere, turned up the brightness as bright as we yeah, can because it can be a dark yeah. game. Couldn't find anything. I had to look it up on YouTube and watch somebody else play it before the fucking and thing broke in. That was, that was and so I went missed. to quit 
it took for it was doing it for like five minutes mm. that I had to quit out of the game, load the game, and then as soon as I walked back into the room, it the shit instantly broke in. I was like, well, fuck, there goes fucking thirty minutes of my life now. <laughs> the only one I had was on the very end of the game when you're on the truck, um, and you're going through that shit and you're shooting in the back. My she she just fell off of the truck. Or do, are you supposed? You're not supposed to, right? She fell off of the truck. And she, I was stuck in the in the road, and I was just like, what? And I was literally about to take a snap and be like, I don't think this is supposed to happen. And then right when I, I think the truck made it to the checkpoint, and it warped me to the front. And I was like, oh, thank God. I didn't have to fucking do that over again. So No, it, it, I never had anything like that. Yeah, I had so some that was like, the only weird weapon I had, or whatever. But. but other than that, I mean, it's a fun game. I think the campaign length was perfect for perfect. me. I don't think it was too long. I don't think it was too short. And again, you could extend that length if you want a longer, beefier campaign yeah, play the by one. playing on the harder difficulty. And then again, it is a beautiful game. Like it looks really good. Looks I actually fantastic. really liked. But well, we both my, put it on the X's, right? Yeah, on so. the X's. My favorite thing that I think I noticed was, um, I would say, environmental depth. So when you're walking through the snow, your footprints Stay and there. stuff like that don't just disappear. Yeah, and like it goes that. down to like leg length too. So your person's like sloshing through the snow. It's not just like you're walking like legless on the tips or whatever. Or even when you go to like the uh, the desert area, that red sand. Oh, that was my favorite. Yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was absolutely when you were beautiful. Ripping through area. And that storm was coming down. I was just like, whoo. Yeah, I like that. that. That was great. The only thing I noticed too, though, is sometimes like when you. You know how you gotta do the segments where two people have to open a door yeah, to get through? Yeah, I thought that got the a little rap, Yeah. The, the one that got repetitive, but two, when they go to rush through, it's almost like the graphics have to reset because when, if anyone's standing there before your people go through, they look like shit. And then after you go through and it gets gives you control again, everything goes back to looking fine. So it was kind of weird. But either way, uh, you maybe have a shooter score for it, rapid uh, well, fire? Before we Oh, you didn't beat it. I forgot. What, Gears 5? Yeah. Yeah, I beat it this morning. Oh, did you? I yeah, thought you didn't beat it. it. No, oh. no, no. I, I, if we're giving it a score, I just want to add one more note before oh, we move yeah, on to yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Was, uh, yeah, I popped that bad boy this morning. Oh, that's right. I forgot. You said you didn't get the achievement just like I did. I didn't get, I didn't which get the Which I just mentioned. <laughs> but uh, um, Liam McIntyre, I believe is his name, uh, the second Spartacus from, uh, if you guys watch Spartacus. Yeah. He's the voice of JD. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I was listening I, to the voice. I'm like, I could, I could, I hear him. Thinking but I about it now, it totally makes sense. Well, that's, has that's John really DiMaggio cool. always been the voice of Marcus? I think so. Okay, because now I can't not hear, but I don't remember. Again, I've only played one, so. But I thought it, it had a good little cast. But uh, I'd give the game a solid, um, I'd say eight. But if you play online and and that's what you're buying the game for, and doing it, I would say it easily slides into a nine. For me. I think it can be. The content I've, I've played is, online, but I, that's not where I'm going to dedicate the next month of my life into. The content's there for it, for sure. I'd give it like a good 8.5 for myself. Yeah, eight, eight, yeah so 8 to 9, 8.5 right in that meaty area. So um, that is it for Gears 5, guys. So make sure you let us know if you've played it, if you've beaten it, um, if you liked it, have you glitched out on it? Hey, I don't know. Leave it in the comments. We'll, we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and if you know how to unlock that achievement, let me know. Cause yeah, Jesus. I need Jesus. my 20 points. <laughs> yeah, Daddy's hurting for 20 right now. So, guys, let's move into uh, rifts. Now, Andrew, would you like to start the first rift or follow the second rift? I will go first because I've only got two. Okay. So, okay. my first one. Fire off, cowboy. First one is this weekend leading into next weekend. Well, not leading into next one. Over this weekend on PS4 only. Uh, another beta for Call of Duty. So if you didn't get a chance to play that Modern Warfare goodness, get out there and get it. Because I absolutely loved it the first time I got it. It's not going to be on Xbox until the weekend after that. And you played it on the PS4. Yeah. Yeah, I came over here just so that way I could play the beta. And we had like, a, or the alpha. Not a pretty good time doing it. So it will be open. So if you got a PS4, definitely give it a try. There's no reason not to because I think it's a good return to form for Call of Duty. Excellent. Um, I want to announce it, and this happened earlier today, and I wish I would have wrote it down if I read it from like Polygon or something like that. But um, did you see that Anthem is now officially on the EA Access whole game? That's pretty quick. No, I did not see yeah, that. Yeah, so kind of, tro I mean, we're kind of gloss over these riffs, so we're not taking up too much time so we can tell you guys who won the contest. But Anthem was supposed to be this big tentpole game. Um, and a lot of people paid $60 for this thing. And it, I'd be pissed. It, it kind of struggled, to say the least, to warrant the, the amount of attention that it needed to stay relevant. I mean, it, when, you, when you're living in this world with, like, destinies that are still running strong, it just it fell short. And EA had nothing else to do but to put it on the EA access. My worry is, well, how long do you keep the servers up for it? 
And that's kind of the scary thing about buying some of those games, too. And that's where it is on the beauty of the consumer, but it can be to the downside of the consumer. Because mm-hmm. if you bought that at full price, yeah, that's shitty. You're shit out of luck. But if you're a Game Pass user like me, EA Access, I actually might give that game a chance now that it's on the EA Access. Yeah, it might get I a little no more reason. love. So yeah. You know, maybe they're I, hoping for that surge. I gave it the first few hours. I really didn't like it. I didn't want to play it anymore. I didn't want to waste the full 10, whatever. But now that it's yeah, fully free and, you know, I can maybe get a few other people to download it and maybe run through it together, why not? Same thing with the Game Pass. Gears yeah, War 5. Yeah, a couple more hours. Why, yeah, you know, if you have any of those passes, why not play it? Yeah, there's a difference between free and 60. And when it comes to something that I'm I'm 50-50 on, free is the answer. And if it's on EA Access, which I pay for, I'll play it. Yeah, and I mean, and again, it's not with every game, and it depends on yeah, yeah. where you find your value. Because personally, for me, but it's something I like to have a stronger opinion on. Yeah, yeah, I like. I if Halo was not a day and date Game Pass game, the next Halo, I would pay sixty dollars for it, and then if it came to it, the Game Pass six months later, I would not be mad because I know that I would have gotten my money's worth out well, of that is game. Well, isn't the Game Pass? And maybe they said it starting date, or maybe it's now modern day. Every first party should Xbox, be day and Microsoft. Date. Is going to be on the Game Pass. Yeah. And so Xbox, so the beauty is, is the Xbox just accumulated all these studios, but so all their games will be day one Game Pass. Yeah. And Should so, and, and, and again, uh, like EA yeah, Access with anything too, you know. It, oh, yeah. Provided like, Battlefield 5, I didn't like it, but if it had been Battlefield 4 and then it came out towards the end of the year, or even they did the same thing with Hardline, I think it came out towards the end of the year. I already felt I had got my money's worth that I didn't feel spurned, but it's up to you as a consumer to find that value yourself. Yeah. And where's Ubisoft at with their pass? On a PC. So what's your next next rip? I will say is that Nintendo is suing. Well, hold on, hold on. Is that one of yours? Yep. Is suing uh, (laughs) ROM Universe, a website, for two million dollars for pretty much selling ROMs. They have free ROMs that you can download, of course. But if you pay a thirty dollar premium for their for, time, for, for the year, time. you get a quicker download time because you get better access to their servers and stuff like that. I mean, it's just it. It's not. It's just ROMs. I mean, that's kind of the great debate is when some of these games are unavailable or not on Who's a curating? modern convenient um, on a modern convenient right? console. Yeah. You know, is it okay to download something like that? I'm up it's in the air. And I can, as old as time. I'm up in the air about it. So no, I, I can say go either that. way. I say ROMs. If you. I, well, what about now with the Nintendo the Switch, Switch that only has so many? That yeah. only has uh, okay. So uh, don't, don't don't download twenty five out of the. Well, here's the thing though. It, uh, we've been downloading these ROMs since the nineties, you know, ish. You know, it, it took twenty nineteen for them to finally get their shit together and go, hey, can we get something together that has oh, all these people want to play these old games? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm of two minds. I'm a guy that likes convenience, obviously, and if um, I can get someone to mod something for me, because I, I have a modded Xbox. You know, my I, I get that it's a form of piracy, but is it wrong that I have one if I'm never gonna go out and get those games? I'm playing them. You're gonna think it's wrong it, when the FBI kick that door down are, in five and, minutes and, and take and that Xbox. And here's the juicy part. So what they're what Nintendo's I dove a little more into it, and what they're suing for is um, for the damages. They're doing hundred and fifty thousand dollars for each copyright and two million dollars for each. Trademark infringement. Oh, I thought it was $2 million. No, no, oh, they're going $2 million per. So oh, shit. These guys are looking to get fucked. See, the and article I read said it was going for $2 million. Yeah, so I, was, I, was like, I, had oh. to, I had to say pull that, but I'll show it to you afterwards. I mean, just so if we're no, wrong. No, I, we, I, I, no, yeah, I'm just saying just so if we're wrong, we can, we can credit it later. But, I mean, I don't know what you make giving ROMs for $30 a month to X amount of people. But Definitely you not can't that kind have of money. fucking that kind of cash. I mean, this is going to... And, again, they're in the complete right, right? I mean, there, there's no arguing that. It's just, you know, where else are you going to get ROMs from? I mean, people that are modding the SNES Classic and the NES Classic, where do you think they're getting them from? People that are modding the PS1 Classic, where are they getting them from? It's sites like this, so it's up for debate. So either you feel one way about it or you don't. I think ROMs are fine, but it does hurt the integrity of the gamer that actually programmed it and people that are relying on money like that. So... I don't know. It's, it's a very touchy subject, I think. Yeah, relying on your royalties from Super Mario World. Well, hey, if it's still selling back then now, so, I mean, guys are still getting paid fat for it. So. You got anything else? Yeah. Uh, well, you took that one from me. Anthem's gone. Um, In some ways, you never really had it. <laughs> so, the Nintendo Switch just had this new, and I just saw it on a, um, I forget who was announcing it, but their new thing called the Ring 
fit adventure. Have you seen oh, that, yeah, that weird-ass thing? Yeah, yeah, so I'm curious about it because the... So if you haven't seen it, it's essentially this kind of wheel-shaped thing that fits both of your... Um, a very thin wheel. Yeah, not, very thin. Uh, yeah, and, and not, not like a steering not wheel. Not a wheel that you would... I mean, it, it, it's meant to take in force. It looks like an Olympic ring. And then there's a leg strap you can put the other one on. So the game is essentially their new fit game. And it's kind of set up in like a fantasy role-playing thing. So you're battling monsters. But the way you attack is via exercise. So it's, yeah. it's supposed to, So if you want to do something like, like do something, leg drop, you know. But the cool thing I thought they did was um, there's a silent mode. So if you don't want to be jumping around the house or causing a lot of noise, they'll substitute like a jumping jack for like a squat or something like that. So, but the interesting uh, the interesting thing that I thought they had was the fit games that they do are still like the number one selling games that the Wii Fit did in its entire collection, which came out to in a combined total of 43 million copies. So Nintendo knows how to do this right. My question is, We've seen it fail with like Xbox with the uh, uh, what they what was it called the Connect yeah the Connect and the the PS Move. Do you think they're just the ones dominating this space, or can anyone else get into this? Or is it? I mean, how would they get? Into I don't it? know. It's so weird to think that those are selling well because I never pictured Dude, them. They're as selling, selling huge. Well. They're like I believe they're in like the top twenty best selling. But then uh, again, weekends. when I told you I had a new workout routine, what do you think it was? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing. It comes out October 18th. So if you're looking forward to it, it comes out next month. And it's $79.99, but it's the game plus all the accessories. So not a bad little package, but something you were interested in. Maybe that could be the next giveaway if you're trying to burn that fat. Oh, <laughs> you guys. And the last thing I had was only because we were talking about it um, a couple episodes back. Walking Dead Telltale just did a complete definitive uh, series that you can get online right now for $49.99. It does all the Walking Dead episodes, which they were saying roughly comes out to like 50 hours over 23 chapters with very upscaled um, graphics. Like I can imagine playing that like shows front back and to forth. back. Exactly. I'm like, who's this for? Because most people should have already played at least most of them by now. But I do have to make a correction. I think the other week I said, I forget who I said, came back and did the games. But Skybound Games is actually the one that came back and uh, delivered on this. And they're the guys responsible for producing this. So kudos to Skybound. So, uh, oh, I think you said LCG, but that's coming. Uh, yeah, I think it was an LCG. Yeah, yeah. Skybound. LCG just wanted to bought it, but Skybound's the one. Well, because I when I beat the final chapter, uh, however long ago it was, at the end they kind of do like a title credit scene, and a big fat Skybound pops up on there. I was like, you know what? I think I said the wrong name, but uh, hey, they'll never know. All right. Well, I don't have anything else. I think we're ready for probably a couple questions. Yeah. Couple questions. Sure. Why don't you read the first one? Sure. I have the first one, and I don't know if this is an exact quote. Video game because, questions uh, of the week. Craig sent it to me, so for all I know, he probably edited it. This one is from Sammy G. It says, is there any future games coming out soon that you do not want to play, and why? I think if you ask that kind of a question, you must have something in mind, so I would like to know what your personal answer was. Mine, for me, <laughs> is Death Stranding. I think it's crazy overhyped. I don't want it to fail. I just want to see what it's going to do and if it's going to fail naturally. But I also put a hyphen next to that because the other game that is out now that I have zero interest in would be Greedfall. Uh, I like Greedfall. I'm looking forward to it. I guess I'm going to have to buy that on my own. Death Stranding has and still remains a game that I'm uninterested in. Um, I will, like I said earlier, I, I think the new trailers move move the margin a little bit because it actually I know what the game's about and I'm I'm seeing what it's somewhat capable of. Yeah, but it wasn't like two to ten. It was like two to four. No, and yeah. a half. It, it it sucks because it is Death Stranding. That's a big game. What was uh, what were we talking about a big game earlier that was a uh, we were both like uh but it's not uh, I'm trying to blank on it now. I should have wrote it down because Death Stranding has been in my head since I read the question uh, you know a week ago but you can come back to it if you want yeah if it hits me sammy g i'll uh i'll send you the message but we appreciate the question um and guys what's a game you're looking for that has hype around it that you know is gonna fall flat essentially next question guys comes from rent repeat and he asks astral chain just came out and people are already calling it goty game of the year what's your game of the year so far i'll start because andrew has a little more into it than I do, so I'll give a shorter um, answer for it. Gears 5. 
I mean, it really Gears Five is just after. Well, originally I was gonna say Devil May Cry Five. Fives are running wild, but uh, I think Gears Five takes it for me so far. Inter- very interesting storyline, fantastic online. Even though that won't be the, my eccentric play for it, um, I just had a blast playing with it, and it looked fantastic. So that would be mine, Andrew. Well, mine. We'll have to wait and see because this Link's Awakening could run rampant since it is my favorite game of all time, but. My game of the year so far, it was between two. It's really just one. It was between Sekiro and Resident Evil 2. It's just Resident Evil 2. Oh, the remake. Okay. I was, that is my... Back in my head, I'm like, I know he's going to pick one of those. But. That That's my absolute game of the year. I absolutely love that game. Anytime anyone hears me talk about it on this show, I'm I, nothing but gushing about it. I think I seen a comment the other day, or not, probably not even the other day, a week on another video of someone saying, you know, the way hearing you guys talk about it so much, I should get into that game. Oh, that was and I, I think, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I, I think you were rolling back saying to get into it. And I would yeah. highly recommend it. if you don't have anything immediate that you're playing, go and buy that game tomorrow. And you it's will a not regret game, it. Yeah? I mean, it's not a, it's not a full week game. It's, it's a what I would say it, it, four to ten hours. It depends because it it depends on how long it takes you to do one session. So just playing it blindly, no guide, no nothing took me like seven to eight hours with one person so it'd be about 16 if you're doing two and so it just depends on how you break that up what difficulty you play on you know that sort of thing i do gotta mention this then because the and again we we speak more to an an xbox crowd because we stick to most of our games on xbox so i'm not sure if this is on the ps4 at all but resident capcom is having a resident evil sell right now with all movies and games included and you can go buy Resident Evil 2, which I think I'm going to after this, is, uh, I believe it's at $34.99. It might be at $35.99. So you can go buy that game at a discount right now if that's something you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, why not? I think so Auburn I, Stein. Go, it was worth it at 60 Go play that. Um, yeah, so let's move on to the next question. Brian Serafino asks, how do you... Oh, this is a question I've been pondering for the dawn. Oh, yeah, time. I know. You sent me this one the other day. <laughs> how do you fit gaming into your schedule with family and work? I definitely don't have time now. Uh, than when I was a kid for sure. So Andrew, this is a question that like I think anybody that hits um, maturity or adulthood can easily. It's it's like most things that you enjoyed as a. I think the first row of hurdles once you get like a full time job. Yeah, it's, and it's it's because you don't have summer vacation anymore, right? Once you hit a certain age, you don't get three four months to go play and do things. Which you know we spend a lot of our time as kids playing games. So how do you balance? How do you, how do you do the juggling act? Um, I don't have, uh, well, How do you I'll, buy? <laughs> I'll, I'll start with that I don't have any children, so I can't relate to that situation. If anyone out there hey, does, you Demo. know, it's a lot. Oh, be hurt. Well, my my little fur baby, but she'll cuddle up with me. Um, as far as it goes, I mean, honestly, that's why I always look tired. That's why I like dark circles under my eyes because <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, me too. <laughs> there's days where I come home and me and Christina will spend time together, or lately we've actually been playing together. So there's days where I'll just jump on. There's other days where I wait for her to go to bed and then I jump on and I'm usually on until like one in the morning. So I personally right now to get my gaming in, I sacrifice sleep. So <laughs> I'll be up to one or two playing and then I get up at seven, seven thirty to get ready and go to work and I'm tired all day. But I mean, I feel like I got, you know, that much further. I'm that kind of person too that I'm like, ah, oh, just, just five more minutes or I'm already in this oh. section. I can't stop now. I just got to finish this section. Yeah, I'm, I'm, right, I'm right there at the end. I got to finish the end. So I will, I'll, I'll sacrifice my sleep usually is how I fit my gaming in. Unless it's on the weekend. On the weekend, like I'll, I, again, I don't have anything else going on unless we're doing something or hanging out or whatever. So I have no problem sitting at home just making a day out of it. Taking advantage of days off. I think that's kind of a big thing, right? Is That's with, the biggest chunk, right? Yeah, we... we we had to build the same days off, Saturday, Sunday, usually. So take advantage of your weekends. And like Andrew was saying, unless we're going out drinking and it's like a dedicated weekend, which happens more often than not, the way I'm kind of a reverse Andrew because I used to stay up late, but due to, we have different work schedules. Um, so I usually work till like around seven, eight. And then, you know, I don't want to stay up till one. So I'm usually in bed by like 10 or 11 after playing games. I'm up at like four or five in the morning. So that's where I find where I play the game. So, and again, to answer the question, I uh, I don't have kids or anything like that. So to, to the people that do, I'm more curious of how they balance the time, like how a Gino balances time because I'm up at four and I play till 
9, 10, 11 before I start doing anything else. That's when it, usually most people start waking up on, in the middle of the weekday. So um, sacrificing sleep in the same uh, kind of answer that Andrew said, but just on different spectrums. Andrew right. stays up late and and plays. I wake up early and play. So. I'm not a morning person, but it's obviously why. So. so, yeah, Brian, I'm curious how you do it, man, because uh, it sounds like you got some kids, and uh, I'm really curious of how you balance it. And uh, I guess here would be the other thing. What goals are you trying to beat? You know what I mean? It's, I think it's, I don't want to say maybe harder, but Andrew and I try to beat certain things so we can talk about it on this. So yeah, like the I, fact that I, this takes up time now, our schedule shrunk a little bit more because instead of playing a game right now, we're, we're talking about games. So, which I wouldn't change for anything in the world. Yeah, no, but even still like, yeah, as soon as we got home from vacation on Monday, instantly started gears. Instantly. Yeah. yeah and, to, and, and the goal was to beat it before we recorded, which Tuesday put in another session of gears, did, Wednesday so. did another session of gears. So just really like hammered that game. The fuck out. Yeah. But, I guess priorities. If, if, if it's something you're checklisting high priority, if then, it's just a game you're, relaxing on playing Final Fantasy VIII Remastered as, as you go, you know, the time you got. I will say it does help if your significant other is into it. Like, that's the thing about Christina is she's the kind of person who will fall asleep to me playing games or I when we used to live in, like, a, you know, with, like, our parents or, like, a shitty little room, she'd be like, oh, I, I can't sleep. We play the game for a little <laughs> bit. And so she would fall asleep to, like, me playing Battlefield or, like, Batman or something like that because she has to have a TV on. That is her background noise. And so me playing the game was just, like, putting her to sleep. So that's something that she could, you know, just pop right off yeah, to. Yeah, and that helps, too. So hopefully you're with someone that uh, likes to play games. If not, at least appreciates your passion. Yeah, there you go. Um, Andrew... It is time for all these... This episode is running long, but we had to do it for a minute. We are ready to announce the winner, or at least pick the winner, of the Nintendo Switch Lite. So, uh, I just think... Is this thing bugging you too? It's flying around. Where did the headlight? I tried getting Can you get me one more beer while uh, while I get this set up? Sure thing. Alright guys, so the way this ended, we've been telling you guys to make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, and that you enter Switch Lite into the comments so that we can pick a so you have an entry into the thing so the way that works i'm going to put no up man, a picture behind well dude this thing is no that's the wrong i way. know what do you mean was that the old one dude the other one's like oh, dude, well this thing's got me going cross-eyed over here <laughs> that's a little hefty but either way you guys have been entering for the what seems like the longest time now oh we, <laughs> you know and coming. we appreciate it and hopefully it's worth it to you so what we did is guys and, and I, I i don't know how much more we can make this clearer so when you make an entry, what that does is on that episode, you will get an entry for that episode. There's going to be nine entries that we are going to pick from. And the more you enter, the more entries you can get. So you could theoretically have, if your name gets drawn, nine, nine tickets. Connor Malone, win. Post Malone, you could have theoretically yeah. right now eight out of nine. So what we did is we pulled one entry per episode that was collected. So I, I have them all here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read off who of you guys is actually in the contest. We're going to put them into a hat, sealed up, and then uh, we're going to and then we're going to pick the winner. And to be clear, these are all they are all random. We actually go to like an online like one of those random generator websites or whatever, put in a link to our video, and it, and it just randomly picks a person out. So, so I'm going to name off the name of who's in it. And we'll, na- um, we'll say what episode you got your entry on. So, fold it in half and put it in because I don't want to go grab the other hat. So. Oh, okay. So, episode 19, Lip... I don't know if you guys can see it. We have lights. Lip Lopes has an entry. I wonder if that's Lip Lopez. Because you've been saying Lip Lopes oh, all L-O- night. It's L-O-P-E-S with no Z. Can you say Lopez without an S? Or without a Z? I think so. Okay, well, that's in there. Uh, <laughs> epi- uh, episode 17 is A-Z Stephen G. You got an entry? Uh, Raj Kohli, K-O-H-L-I, hope I said that right, episode 14, you got an entry. And then our, <laughs> we laughed when we saw this one, the big dog Connor Malone got an entry from episode uh, 15. So you are in there. Uh, next one comes from I'll Give You Mo, episode 13. We've got... Um, Dominique Moore, and she was the episode filler, the not official 20 that me and Gino did. So you've got your entry in from that. 
We've got Daniel Backstrom. You got episode 18 injury. And uh, Johnny Ta, episode 12 entry. And last but not least, and I was happy about this one. I hope you, good luck, man. Rinse, repeat, episode 16. Don't play favorites. I'm not playing favorites, but good luck to all you guys. They're all in there. Um, you want to draw? You want me to draw? Because if you want to draw, the last I'll, one? I do the first one. But let me shuffle oh, up. Okay, and you draw. Here, then you shuffle it, and I'll okay. draw it. Hey, no peeks. Okay. You got it? Yeah. All right. So, Andrew, who is the winner of the Nintendo Switch Lite? The winner is AZ Steven G from episode Woo! 17. Episodes. So, I hope you guys can see this. I really hope you can. So, that is the winner, guys. And we appreciate all you guys that hung in there with us, you know, did your comments. Um, you know, if we could afford it for all of you guys, we would. Unfortunately, we can't and we won't. So, AZ Stephen yeah. G, you are the winner. We will reach out to you. Um, we pulled the comment. What I, you know, what we didn't do was pull the color. So, we'll go back. We'll find the color that you wanted and um, we'll reach out to you in comments and we'll figure out your mailing address and all that stuff. So, or by the time you watch this episode, reach out to us at lastcallproductions at gmail.com. You can reach us at Instagram at lastcallproductions. You can get us at Twitter at lastcallproductions. P-R-O-D-Z. You can follow us on Facebook at Last Call Productions or at Last Call 928. And you guys, if you're listening to uh, this and you want to hear an audio version only cast, then follow us at CastBox, currently the only source of our audio podcast. Andrew, anything? Oh, you know what we want to do? Give a shout out to Robbie K. So guys, I'm going to put a picture here. Uh, Robbie K was the winner of our first, oh, the Borderlands of our three, first yeah. contest. If you guys, if you guys go back as far which as is that. finally out today, on and a he Thursday. won Borderlands three, and me and Andrew got him his digital code. We sent it to him. He's pleased. He downloaded it yesterday. I'm sure he's playing it right now. So Robbie K, kudos to you, man, and thanks for being part of the first one. Az Stephen G, thank you for being part of the second one, and guys, thank you for being a part of all of it. And we hope that you guys stay with us and do more, Andrew. We don't, we're not going to tell them what our next one is, but we are yeah. offering a new one. We are going to announce a new one next week. It's not going to be another console. Spoiler alert. But you can retroactively come back to this video and put hashtag whatever the hashtag is. This is going to be the first one we're going to announce. The first one that's going to count towards it. But we're not ready to quite announce it yet because we're still kind of working out a few things. Yeah, so. so watch the next episode to find out what we're giving away. But use this episode as entry one. You saw all the tickets? That could be your first entry into this, guys. Don't, don't, I tell everyone, guys, don't sleep on these, right? There's a lot of people that were writing us and saying, you know, that we're only in three of them. Well, then you only got three shots to be on a ticket. So make sure you utilize all of them, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. To make that clear, and just in case anyone maybe is misunderstanding, your entry does not disqualify you from any other. So, like um, Stephen G, um, he only had the one entry out of all of them. But if he had entered in all nine videos, that the odds are slim to fucking nine. Right. But I could have pulled Stephen G all nine times. I think Stephen our first G video, have, somebody I forget who, but somebody had two entries in it. I think. Oh, I think it was Sean Love. Oh, it's Sean Love. Yeah. So yeah. So you can be draw. Your name could be on there. Three out of however many times. Four out of... Yeah, the more you enter, guys, the more you get a chance to go. Right, so... so. Um, I think that's the end of that, guys. I hope you had a good time. Andrew, did you have a good time? Uh, well, the beer's almost gone. <laughs> well, guys, that is the end of the episode. My name is Craig Prowse, and from Andrew Montemayor, until next time... See ya. Cheers. Oh, nice. Kept it under an hour. Under an hour worth of contest? No, that was good. Right, and I think we've explained that quite. The only part, do you have any issue? Not issues, but can you?